You're listening to Pim Talk, the product marketing podcast, brought to you by InRiver. Welcome to PIM Talk, the podcast for product marketers, merchandisers, and PIM professionals. And every second Tuesday, we come together to share knowledge, experiences, and challenges to be able to create even better product stories. Maybe you're wondering what PIM is. PIM is a software that is all about managing all product marketing information in one place to create a rich customer experience in all channels and shorten time to market. And if you're new to PIM, check out our first episode, What is PIM? I'm your host, Thomas Schwabberg. I'm the creative director at InRiver, and we want to do this podcast for you and with you. So please contact us and tell us what topics you would like us to cover, what guests you would like to have on the show, or maybe you want to contribute in any way. So you can email us at pimtalk at inriver.com or send a message on Twitter at pimtalkpodcast. Happy Prime Day, everyone. Uh, it's the big Amazon day. And if you go into Amazon.se today, you will still be redirected to the German site. So no launch in Sweden yet. It's also the week after Pinpoint Digital. We had an amazing week last week with thousands of participants in the various sessions during the week. And you can still head to uh, the River website. You can access content, uh, videos from the week that was. So if you uh, missed something, just go back and enjoy the content. Uh, also really fun to end the week with our virtual reality after work. Thank you for uh, everyone that participated. Uh, we had some good time uh, drinking virtual drinks, dancing, uh, you know, inside a party bus uh, to the Andreas Eriksson DJ session, um, getting some um, thoughts, afterthoughts from our co-founder, Johan Bilgren, and also watching uh, the award show so congratulations everyone uh, in our community that won the award especially to uh, Roy Eriksson at Concede and Jeremy Peterson at Antara that won the Partner Ambassador uh, Awards so glad to have you in the community today we're going to focus on Amazon and I'm going to talk to a really interesting guy uh, Carl Helgeson at Rank on Amazon and he will give you a lot of hands-on tips on how to make sure that your products are visible at the Amazon, how to rank in a good way, but also different ways of selling and strategies and so on. So I think you will really enjoy this. I sure know that I did. So without further ado, here comes the Pimp Talk. In another podcast that I was a part of recently, uh, my guest said that there is only two things that you can be sure of in life. We're all going to die and we will all have to compete with Amazon. And he wasn't really sure about the first one. So Amazon is in the focus and I'm very happy to have an expert on the topic with me today. And that person is no other than Carl Helgeson at the Bureau Rencona Mason. So welcome, Carl, to PimTalk. Thank you so much. Rencona Mason. It's an interesting name. <laughs> so uh, how did you get away with it? 
Yes. So, so when we started a consultant agency, we, we immediately bought the domain rank on amazon.com and we went to a trademark lawyer and he said, no, 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 what are you doing? You can never use the word Amazon. And we told him we are, we are not because our name is Rancona Amazon. And he was quiet for a while and I said, oh, that's, that's very smart. And he registered the trademark. And since then it's been Rancona Amazon and it works great. And we have a lot of contacts on Amazon um, with, with the different departments in, in almost all the marketplaces. And, and so far, so good. I think, if, I think it's mostly funny, actually. Yeah, it puts a smile on your face, definitely. Yes. But, but Carl, I mean, you have been working with Amazon for quite some time now. C- could you please tell me something about your background and how you started getting into the world of Amazon? Oh, de- definitely. Uh, just... Um, for for everybody's knowledge, I didn't know anything about e-commerce uh, before started selling on Amazon. I I could you know post on Facebook and write emails and and that type of um, stuff when it comes to the internet. However, I I realized that the growth on Amazon was spectacular and and the the, the revenue is so great. I was thinking if you could just scratch a little bit on that revenue surface, it would be become a lot of money. So I started to educate myself. I launched my first brand uh, somewhere 2013 and it took off, uh, I mean, approximately immediately. And um, since then I built five brands. I sold a couple of them. I have just one brand left today, which I don't, you know, operate myself anymore. It's a small brand, but doing pretty decent to be, to be that small. Uh, instead, 2017, I started to focus on helping other brands to succeed under the name of course Rancon Amazon and, and our agency so so that's what we have been doing since you know the last three three and a half years yeah and I mean you're based here in Sweden right yes I, I was I've been a lot in United States though since 2014 more in Sweden since last year yeah, and we're going to come back to what's happening in Sweden with Amazon, but but I guess, yep. I mean, uh, Amazon hasn't been present here yet. So I guess you have worked with many other markets helping your customers uh, to sell on Amazon. Yeah, definitely. Mo- most of the markets. We have not tried India yet, but uh, uh, all the other markets. Okay, cool. And uh, I thought we could just start with talking about the different ways that you can sell on Amazon. So... I know that a lot of our manufacturing companies in um, in the U.S. are are using the Amazon Vendor Central, but there is also Seller Central and other things. So maybe you could just you know explain the different ways and and maybe some advantages and disadvantages with the different approaches. Yeah, sure. So th- there is uh, today three three uh, ways to sell on Amazon. It's actually four, and I will. But the four one is a combination of, of the other, other ones. Uh, the first one, which is unfortunately, I would say the most common is, is vendor central. And, uh, so that means you actually, Amazon becomes your wholesaler practically selling your products. It's, it's, it's a way where you can take your hands off and just Amazon send you a purchase order. You send Amazon the products, Amazon markets the products, stores the products, uh, sells the products and take care of all the logistics. Yeah. So it's a very, very automated way to sell on Amazon with a brand that a company doesn't have to, you know, really think almost. Yeah, but anyone can't use that solution, right? You, you need to be an established brand and you need to yeah. apply. And so yeah, on. As in, it, it, Vendor Central is, uh, uh, I would say, a very proactive department on Amazon where they 
approach brands and companies uh, that have that have uh, products that they feel would fit Amazon. Okay. So they're very, uh, what do you say, proactive and reaching out, going, you know, before, of course, the pandemic, when we had all these fairs, they were, you know, visiting a lot of fairs, they're doing cold calls, etc. Mm. Um, and then there is other two ways uh, to sell on Amazon. And the second uh, way to sell um, is called FBM, Fulfillment by Merchant. And that means the brand or the company uh, market their products on Amazon, sell their products on Amazon, but they store the products at in their own warehouse or, or in a 3PL warehouse somewhere, and they ship the products to the customer and they take care of uh, when it comes to you know a return, for example. So they, they take care of the, the logistics themselves. And this is within the seller central where you use uh, Amazon as a marketplace. Yeah, Correct. So then you are using se- uh, seller central and selling on Amazon. And the, the third way to sell on Amazon is called uh, FBA, Fulfillment by Amazon. And it's, it's practically the same. So the brand of the company, they, they market the products on Amazon, they sell the products on Amazon, but they have already shipped the products to Amazon. So it's Amazon that stores the products. And then, of course, take care of the logistics, ships to the, uh, the customers, uh, take care of you know potential uh, re- uh, returns, etc. Yeah, and a big thing, I mean, in the world of Amazon, we, we haven't got it here in Sweden yet, but it's uh, Amazon Prime and everything around that. So is that something that is only available if you use the Vendor Central or is it uh, available um, with other options as well? So it's available for Vendor Central and for the FBA. Okay. There is also a possibility if you sell Fulfillment by Merchant, FBM. However, it's a program called uh, Seller Fulfill Prime. And right now, I think it's closed for applications. Uh, now and then it's open. Uh, and that means that, um, the, the merchant, the seller, of course, have to, uh, deliver on the prime, uh, you know, within one to two days, etc. And it's pretty tough. Uh, what do you say? Requirements. You, you can't be late and it's a very small percentage of wrongs or, 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 or late shipments you can do and, and if if you not you know living up to the requirements you will be kicked out from the seller fulfilled prime and you know that's of course and um prime when we talk about prime is extremely important i would say for, for all type of sellers on amazon and the reason for that is that um a prime customer today spends more than two times the amount of um uh, money on Amazon compared to a, 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 a so to speak a regular Amazon customer. So a regular Amazon, Amazon customer spends approximately six hundred dollars a year, while uh, a Prime member approximately fourteen hundred dollars a year. Mm. And you can also see that a Prime member not uh, not just that they you know they spend more money on Amazon, they are also more inclined to to buy uh, a more premium product. Uh, product you know they they, they are more inclined to pay more money for design and quality, for example. So that's a very important target group. Another way that makes this target group very important is you can see that Amazon, so to speak, has spoiled their Prime members with a one to to two day delivery with Prime and 12 hours in some cities. And then you have Prime now with a couple of hours. Mm. Uh, And you can see that during the pandemic, uh, March, April, May, June, where we could see a lot of our clients that actually had Prime and have had Prime for many years, 
suddenly their sales totally tanked on some products and you could look and see why because it still said prime but when you clicked on the product it says delivers within eight days or 11 days it was not one to two days anymore mm-hmm. because the, the the increased demand and pressure on amazon you know due to the the pandemic that you know of course forced people to buy more online made um amazon you know they, they couldn't deliver they couldn't live up to this this increased demand even if amazon uh hired 175,000 people to their fulfillment centers within three and a half weeks march and april that's crazy um yeah so that so that shows that actually nowadays the amazon prime members are i wouldn't say spoiled but maybe used to that their product comes quick and this the the, the essence the, the the importance of the the speed of the delivery of the package to your home is more important than what type of pa- you know product you buy hmm. so you know for example um uh one of our our, our glasses we sell in our glass company that normally do three, four thousand dollars a day for that type of glass. Uh, those days we ha- when we had one to two day delivery, it sold forty percent more than it normally does. Mm. The days when we didn't, when we have eight or eleven days delivery, we sold merely five hundred dollars. So it was down down eight times approximately in sales. Yeah, and and when you know when you can get those very quick deliveries, then also if you are in a situation where you need something. And you need it fast. That might be why you go into Amazon in the first place, because you know there I can solve my problem. But if you go there, you click the product, and it, you can't solve your problem any, anymore. Exactly. You don't want to purchase. Interesting. No, and I think that that you know um, I think forces a lot of sellers to to rethink the whole strategy, and may, maybe you should have actually a a backup three PL fulfillment center. You know that that can still have quick deliveries in case of you know when this happened when, when amazon fb can't deliver uh due to such a thing as as covid for example i would like to go back a little bit to the amazon vendor central and seller central yep so of course it's convenient just to let amazon do all the work with selling and marketing and all of that but i mean you lose control and what benefits can you have as a company, if you put more effort into being a seller yourself at Amazon, what are sort of the tools? What can you do with that? Yeah, so, so I would say in, in, in every case, we always recommend brands and companies to sell, to, to, to have control as a third party seller and sell uh, through FBA. Um, and, and and not sell uh, through vendor central and the reason for that the number one reason i would say is control to succeed on amazon it requires you to have control of your brand and to have control of your products mm. and giving that control to amazon vendor or to a, a, a distributor or agent or, or resellers is not good um uh, there is other downsides with amazon vendor and that's of course you know you have the payment terms which uh, is not the best, um, but also that you give away the the uh, saying <clears throat> and the control of the price point, and this often we can see drives price points down for 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 the brands, mm. and that of course affects their other resellers on other online stores or or physical stores and so on. Um, but there is other things also that we can see that it's 
almost never when you look on Amazon, no matter what keyword you search for, is mostly not vendor central listings that's you know sells the most. It's uh, mostly uh, F- uh, third party sellers, and the reason for that is that. Vendor Central does not put in the work that's need to be done for, for a listing, which is the product page on Amazon to succeed. Okay. So there is a lot of factors that, um, that will, you know, if you choose to be a third party seller, you are control of your listing, your control of your price point. You can work, uh, more with the, uh, with SEO, with conversion, ranking the products. Um, there is a lot of, I would say, upsides would be in a third party seller but number one is of course control and 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 that's you know a foundation to succeed on amazon yeah and you you mentioned ranking here and that is of course one of your specialities and and what affects your organic and paid ranking on amazon uh, is it like the keywords you put in the content the conversion uh, what may it be yeah. So, so what decides where your product listing will, will uh, land or, or be present on Amazon is the A9 algorithm. And, and so, so how can you, so to speak, stimulate or how can you improve your ranking? Well, the A9 is looking at many factors. Of course, you have to have a listing where you have done a great or, you know, an excellent SEO work on. Which means you have to do research. You have to see, okay, what type of keywords for, for this type of product are the customers on Amazon searching for? And, and one thing that I, I feel, you know, especially established brands totally fail on is because they, they almost use Amazon as a product catalog. And while, when doing that, I mean, they don't have any keywords in their listings. So that, that's, that's a big fail. And the second thing is also a lot of people is, is using Amazon. You know, they use the same type of keywords they use for their own web shop, for example. Mm. But those keywords mostly uh, are, are based on Google. But Amazon and Google is two different things. On Google, you you search to to solve a problem, problem solutions. Um, you want to see pictures and images and, and the history and the brand, etc. On Amazon approximately 80% of all searches is based is a is a product related search because here people are searching to buy a product so if they uh, um want to buy running shoes the majority will probably write running shoes mm. so 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 that's very important so the seo of course is the foundation on the listing with that said if you have a a, a foundation with, with great seo okay what decides how will amazon a9 algorithm decide where to put your listing on amazon uh in, you know and, and it, it looks like a lot of factors it looks at sales velocity uh it looks at your conversion rate it looks on your reviews of course the average review rate how many reviews you have how often you get reviews in positive reviews it will look uh, even at other metrics such as are you spending money on ads and are they converting uh, your seller score? How good are you as a seller? Do you answer uh, the customer emails in time? Hmm. Are you answering reviews, etc.? So there is a lot of factors. And of course, external traffic, uh, which is, has in, the value of the external traffic, you know, has increased since Amazon needs external traffic to grow even more because it's already so huge of the existing organic traffic, so it's need of that. So there is a lot of factors um, that needs to be in place for Amazon's 
uh, A9 algorithm to say that, okay, your running shoes should be on page one for the keyword running shoes, for example. You're listening to PIM Talk, the product marketing podcast. And after this short break, we're going to continue talk with Carl about different aspects of Amazon and how you can be successful on that platform. PIM stands for Product Information Management, and InRiver stands for PIM. Want to learn more about how your organization can benefit from PIM software? We've put together a free white paper where you can learn what you need to know about how your e-commerce platform can benefit from PIM. Go to www.pimtalk.com to download a free guide to help you better understand how PIM can work for you. That's www.pimtalk.com. And what's the importance of product content and rich product content? I, I know that there is a lot of different types of, you know, images, videos. Uh, you can have um, other types of modules with um, you know, spec sheets and uh, whatever. W- what contents is the, the most effective or what shouldn't you miss as a brand when you sell on Amazon? Yes. So um, I would say, I mean, number one is to create your content based on the keywords because the keywords are so important so i i always tell that that you know i i see a lot of brands that they take their their text as i said from their product catalog that won't work because they're there you won't find any keywords in there mm-hmm. uh and and the second thing is then they they take that text they put in there and then they try to sprinkle in some of the keywords they find that works i would say that when you build your content on amazon do the opposite Find do the, the, a good keyword research. Take these keyword keywords, put the most important ones in the title. Then you put uh, the second most important ones in the bullet points, and then you create your content based on that. Okay. And then you can put the other ones in in the product description and backend. But so put the uh, the keywords first, and then create. So so it's like if you're putting your key, choosing your keywords, then you adapt your marketing and product information around the keywords. Okay, so, so it seems like we should treat Amazon more like a product search ending than, than sort of a, a catalog with glossy pages. De- definitely, 100%. Also have in mind, with that said, that's number one. Number two, of course, you have to write converting. You want the product to convert. Okay. You have to uh, highlight the, the product's uh, uh, unique selling points. And, 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 Something that also a lot of, you know, sellers forget is, is the benefits, the, the emotions. How will I as an Amazon customer feel when I buy this amazing product? How will I feel when this product solves my problem? That's important to get a good conversion rate. Mm. And then we come in on another important thing, and that's the images. Uh, the first image, of course, the most important image, uh, the main image. That's the image that the Amazon customer will see when they search for running shoes, for example, and, and all the shoes comes up. If you are showing with 56 other running shoes, how can your running shoes stand out? Mm. Um, and then when you look at the images, when you come into the listing, you need many sellers, especially established brands today. They show the same product, the same running shoe in just seven different angles. 
but you need even the images to show, of course, the unique benefits, uh, unique selling points and the benefits. And you need to show some feeling and you need to, to uh, you know, how can you show the features with infographics, for example? Yeah, more lifestyle pictures uh, and all of that. Lifestyle, yeah, exactly. definitely. And, you know, when we uh, split test, so if we have a product and we just take product photos and then we switch to and put in lifestyle photos, we get a 20% better conversion. Okay. So lifestyle images is, you know, is extremely important for conversion. The, the, the customer want to associate and feel like they want to see in the image how it will look like or feel when I use this product. Mm. And, and then you, you come to the next step and that's the product description and you have to have brand registry 2.0. So that's, so to speak, an extra protection uh, when it comes to, you know, uh, counterfeits and, 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 and copies of your product and listings, etc. And um, you have to have a registered trademark to be able to apply and get approved for Amazon brand registry 2.0. Okay. So from a protection standpoint of your brand and your listings, it's a good, of course, a very good idea. Um, but you also get better marketing tools with the brand registry 2.0. Yeah. One of them is when you scroll down on the list and where it says product description today, if you have brand registry 2.0, you get what's called EBC or A+, where you can put in images and in United States even in videos and so on. And of course, this will make your listing more co- uh, professional. Uh, it will help you convert better. You can have comparison sheets and you can have even cross-selling. Like we are selling this toothpaste, but you can also buy this toothpaste and this mouth- mouthwash and so on. Um, so I would say that's important on the listing. And then um, you also get the brand store, which is, so to speak, the brand's own website on Amazon. Mm. Now, why why is that important? I know a, a lot of colleagues in 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 my field claims that is the most important thing if you want to succeed on Amazon, and and we say it's not because it's most important to 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 rank and gain organic traffic and and and, and great sales. But it's of course a piece of the puzzle, and and the the brand store makes your brand more professional, obviously. Okay. To reach the brand store on Amazon today, practically, if you look at how the, the shopping journey is on Amazon, so they come to Amazon, the customer, and they search for running shoes, for example, and then all the running shoes comes up on page one, then they have to click on a listing to get in. And when they are on the listing, they have to click on the brand to get to the brand store. So it's, so to speak, three, three actions away or three clicks away, if you, if you may say. That's why it's not the most important thing. So it's not the entry point. It's not like you come and you see all these brands and then then you sort of browse down to the products. Not for the organic traffic. But the good thing when you come in on the brand store, you can obviously see all the other products the brand have uh, or has. And you can also see, of course, there is no other competitors here. It's just that brand. You can have more about the brand, the history, videos, and, and the categories and products. Okay. So if you can drive traffic to your brand store, that can be... Correct. Uh, yeah, okay. So fr- from when you drive external traffic, a brand store is, of course, excellent to have. Okay, cool. So uh, we've talked a bit about content. And uh, I mean, we see on, on many platforms, uh, there are, there are uh, initiatives to, to drive more rich content in, into the shopping experiences. So wh- what are Amazon doing uh, to be innovative when it comes to uh, content creation on their platform? Well, one thing, of, of course, is, uh, as I mentioned, the EBC and the, and the A plus and the brand stores that's, you know, been, um, developed and, uh, you know, is continuously getting better. 
Another thing that Amazon works with when it comes to content when, and when they, uh, you know, right now um, is investing billions of dollars is Amazon Live. Okay. Which, which is a, a, a super interesting program where you work with live videos on Amazon. All right. Yes, it's, I think this, this is definitely, I think it will be the future on Amazon. We can already see how, how that, um, when, when, you know, some, some colleagues of mine, uh, sellers are, are trying it, that the traffic is, is, is amazing. The conversion rate is not so good. It's getting better. They're working on it. But uh, according to the Amazon live program, the live videos will be a very important part. So it will be even when you come to Amazon's first page, the companies that provide the best content on videos will even show up on page one. Of course, that will drive sales and that will drive traffic. Um, and, and you can see, I mean, it's, it's a phenomena where on Facebook, people have this big sales, sales live events when they sell products and auctions and so on. And that will, of course, Amazon has, has seen that and is now making, um, a very interesting program. So that's, that's one thing when it comes to content. I would say the most interesting thing when it comes to content. So is this things that uh, the brands are doing themselves or who's producing this uh, live video content? Today you're, you're producing it yourself. Okay. Um, and, and you, you apply to be in the program and you can do the, the, the videos and Amazon loves the content. So of course you can do sales videos too, but, uh, if you do content videos, I think in, on a long term, that will position you better. Uh, the good thing is when you have a content, when you talk about, you know, for example, you sell running shoes, as, as we mentioned that as an example many times. So if you create videos where you, where, where someone is talking about, you know, uh, how to stretch or, or how to, to run to, to maximize your, your, uh, results, et cetera. And then you have in the screen below your product comes up with a special prize for the ones, you know, listening or, or watching the video. I also know that several uh, sellers that have been good and proactive with the videos actually uh, have been invited to, to Amazon's um, Amazon Live Studios in New York and in London, where they were offered one hour uh, in the studio and when, where Amazon broadcasted and they could use all the equipment in the studio and the help from, from Amazon Live. So they are, uh, you know, really focusing on this. Okay, cool. And this is uh, live in the US now or? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. Anything else that that you see uh, trends on Amazon from from Amazon's point of view or other things that is happening how uh, companies sort of approach Amazon? Yeah, I mean there is uh, several things that we see happening. If we start with Amazon and then we can take what, you know, the trends I see from other companies using Amazon or want to be on Amazon. So uh, one thing, of course, is Amazon Alexa. Amazon wants more content on Alexa. And so, so, so this is what I think. I don't have any proof for this, but, uh, I think Amazon will and, and has to work on the conversion rate because right now a lot of people are obviously using Alexa, but the purchase is not happening really on in the moment when you use it. So that's something they have to work on. But today, so you're in the garage and, and you, you have Alexa in the garage and you need something, your screwdriver broke and you say, Alexa, please add a screwdriver to, to my shopping cart. And then the next time when you go on to, go into your Amazon app or your browser and you're going to buy a, a, a t-shirt and then you say, Oh yeah, I have to buy a screwdriver too. And then you, you, you buy it. So the, the, you, you add it in the shopping cart on Alexa, but, um, 
the process is happening somewhere else um, another time. Mm. Uh, but of course, they they um, they need more content on Alexa. So it's a possibility for for brands actually to deliver content within their field, whether it's outdoors or or fishing or or, or baking or cooking or, or what have you, and you can deliver. Alexa skills and have people listen to your content on, on Alexa and by that build your brand. So that's one thing. Another thing that is growing extremely, not just on Amazon is the B2B sales. Mm. So as you know, you know, B2C has really been dominating, uh, e-commerce for a very long time. Um, Bank of America launched a very interesting study, um, an estimation 2019, and I think it was in April last year, so one and a half year ago, where they uh, showed how much B2C, how bigger it is, but how quick B2B is growing online. And according to Bank of America, uh, in 2021, B2C will will have a revenue um, on online e-commerce of $763 billion, while B2B will reach $1.4 trillion, Whoa. almost double. Yeah. And uh, of course, you know, Amazon, the B2B sales had, uh, had a, a sales revenue or volume about $1 million, um, $1 billion, sorry, uh, 2016 and 10, 2018. So it's growing, but of course, it's just still a fraction of, of the B2C sales. Mm. But that will change over time. So Amazon is, is focusing a lot of, of building and developing the B2B part on Amazon. Okay. They, of course, want to consolidate so that companies are using Amazon when, for the procurement, when they're gonna, you know, even public, like in Sweden, when we have hospitals gonna, you know, they got do this big procurement, as you know, in Sweden and, and people have to, to apply and so on. Mm. Amazon, of course, are developing apps and developing tools so that the companies or public uh, organizations can do the procurement on Amazon and use Amazon, you know, B2B Prime, etc. Okay. So that's also a very interesting, um, uh, you know, part on Amazon that I see uh, would come very strong here. And you mentioned before when we when we spoke that uh, there there is a way for established brands or other companies to sort of. Maybe not take a shortcut, but but take advantage of uh, people that has uh, knows how to rank on Amazon. Maybe you could just say something about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and it's very interesting. And it's, it's especially, I would say, the last one one and a half years, um, I've been doing a lot of what we call Amazon due diligence, where uh, investment groups or bigger companies looking, you know, they realize they are behind when it comes to knowledge and the position on Amazon. And they realize, you know, taking a shortcut or, or, or the quickest way there is actually to buy a successful private label brand on Amazon today. Uh, so, so what I've been doing is I've been helping these investor groups by doing due diligence, not the, maybe not the economical part, but from the Amazon perspective. How good of an Amazon brand is this? Is there any, you know, have they had any troubles with warnings from Amazon and so on? How, how, well-developed order Amazon business side, etc., and uh, it's it's that's the the request for my service on that part has really been exploding. I would say the last the last year, approximately a little bit more than last year, and and I recently helped a big Scandinavian company to buy a 
pretty large Amazon private label brand and now I'm helping them in a transition process. So it's a way then for them to buy an existing private label brand that performs well on Amazon, that are ranked, and then you can take your products into this brand and keep launching using the momentum, using cross sales. Mm. And by that, getting position on Amazon in a much quicker way. And you, of course, you buy the knowledge then because you you buy it in, in-house, so to speak. So uh, that's a fast track for, for bigger uh, investment groups and bigger companies. Yeah, interesting. So I would like to end off here just talking about our local situation a bit here in Sweden. So we know it's close. Uh, it's not launched yet, right? I haven't looked today. No, I was actually, I was looking before. <laughs> I, I was I was so sure I, I would come to, I'm going to look now. I was sure, sure I would come to Amazon yeah. Sweden, uh, but I was, no, it comes to uh, Germany, Germany still. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I mean, there were some special speculations that they would launch on Prime Day, uh, maybe in Sweden as well. Yep. I don't know, are we looking at a, a Christmas present or what are we looking at? No, you know, I still think Amazon will launch before that. I, you know, I, I've said all the time that Amazon will launch in you know, mid to end October this year. Okay. And I, I still believe it. Uh, but of course, with Amazon, you never know. But but that's my best bet. Yeah, okay. Uh, and more from a personal uh, question for me, will will we get Amazon Prime as well? Uh, not initially. Okay. Uh, it will come a little bit later. Uh, like it's done in a couple of other marketplaces when where Amazon launched. Yeah. Same as we won't start with any Amazon ads. It will also come later. Uh, Amazon obviously want the, the 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 it to be very organic how the products rank and position themselves based on the Ama- the Swedish Amazon customer searches and purchases. However, with that said, when it comes to to the Prime and FBA, the sellers that have pan European FBA will still be able to fulfill Sweden from uh, northern germany so okay. uh if you you know if you are a company and you use you know the pan european fba you will have fba from the beginning okay yeah i'm most interested in sort of consolidating my different amazon subscriptions i have uh, prime video uh, twitch uh, audible and so on so it would yeah. be good to have sort of a package deal with a good uh, discount on that uh, that would be nice yes definitely <laughs> exactly but all right, Carl, super interesting to hear about, um, I mean, all your knowledge and experiences. And I think there were some great tips here as well. And yep. uh, I mean, if someone wants to reach out to you and make contact, where can they find you on the internets? Yeah, so, so of course, uh, and I can just mention there uh, what, what we are doing, just our services. We help, we analyze uh, at the Amazon marketplaces and we all, we, we help big uh, established brands. Of course, other companies too with, with Amazon strategies, how to really succeed on Amazon. And we work on, of course, taking care of the products. We can do part of the Amazon business or we can do a whole a f- full supplier of the Amazon side, but we also focus a lot on Amazon education to help our clients get the knowledge in-house. And with that said, uh, they can reach us at uh, ranconamazon.com, which is of course rank on amazon.com, or email me at carl, C-A-R-L at rank on amazon.com. Okay, great. was a pleasure, Carl. Yeah, great. Thank you so much. Have a good day and, and see you around. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, again, if there were content from last week from Pinpoint Digital that you couldn't um, consume, um, 
you still have a chance, you can head over to the InRiva website and you can join in on these sessions now afterwards. Perfect thing to do when you might uh, be doing the dishes or uh, just need something to listen to while you do something else. Uh, so check that out and uh, we'll be back in, in two weeks time with another topic and uh, see you then. Thank you for listening. For feedback, tips and questions, you can email us at pimtalk at inriver.com or message us at pimtalkpodcast at Twitter. Please, if you like the show, go into iTunes and give us a good review. And if you would like to see some behind-the-scenes material, bloopers and live streams, you can follow Pimtalk on Instagram. See you again in two weeks. Bye. Let's talk about Pimtalk.